tour heats up for Stage 5 as it hits the hills in the Brittany region of France. The region is home for the five-time Tour de France winner Bernardino and three-time winner Louis Mbobé. The race continues moving north to its eventual northernmost point on Sunday in Robe Bay. With relentless punchy hills along the route and a finishing uphill last kilometer of the race was made for Sagan, Greg Van Avermaet, and Philippe Jaber. The sprinters got disposed of and the break was caught, but not before America's adopted Latvian took over the polka dot jersey for the Trek Sigafredo team. BMC and Bora led the charge most of the day with Quickstep doing their part near the finish as well. In the end, it was Sagan hitting the finishing line with clean wheels with Sonny Cabrelli and Gilbert in his shadow and Van Agramont doing all wrong in the last 500 meters. Sagan's lore continues to grow and perhaps bore some with his incessant winning ways. Are you tired of all the winning? Sagan isn't, and neither are the commentators on NBC Sports. Coming up, Stage 5, July 11, 2018, Tour de France. Welcome, this is Tyler Yonke of the Between Two Wheels podcast coming to you on, what is it today? Wednesday, Wednesday the 11th uh, for stage five. It was a pretty good stage today. We previewed a little bit of it yesterday, who we expected to win. And, you know, it's easy on a race like this when the, the players pretty much make it known who is going to be the ones to win and lose. And they, they follow through with that. Today was Lorient to Compare, 204.5 kilometers hilly stage and is a shark tooth of a profile. Uh, we had on tap sprint point at 92.5 kilometer point, uh, prior to all the climbs, then five categorized climbs on the day, two cat fours, three cat threes, and the last one uh, going up the little kicker up to compare, uh, not categorized. Bonus at 192.5 kilometer point with almost 12K left in the stage, and it would it may play a part in the overall coming up. Climbs, cap four, first of all, 1.7 kilometers at 7.1%, starting at the 103-kilometer point. Uh, we had a cap four at 1.6 kilometers in length, 5.6% at 113K, then 1.9K for 6.6%, starting at 140-kilometer climb at 6.2%, starting at the 159.5-kilometer uh, point, and then the final cat three, 22 kilometer climb 5.9 percent at 179 kilometers of the 204 in the total race last uh, last five kilometers hilly and 2k coming in the last 1k was the one that had had 10 percent ramp at the bottom and and it was twisty coming up and it will play a part in the finish due uh, obviously the the climb itself but the the twistiness uh due to what uh, greg van avermont uh, basically said and and what he ended up doing uh, start town, uh, Laurent Commune town, and on the seaport in Brittany, Department of Northwestern France. So they've moved out of the Vendée Department into the Brittany Department. In 1941, the Germans then occupying France chose to establish one of their U-boat headquarters in Coromon, a neighborhood of Lorient. In 1943 to 44, Lorient was then nearly razed to the ground by Allied bombing, which failed to destroy the submarine pens, but despite uh, 4,000 tons of bombs being dropped, they basically had to then reconstruct the entire town. And today, only a few buildings dating back to the 18th century still stand. What about uh, Quimper, the, the finishing town? Well, it's a commune and capital of Finestre Department of Brittany. Not much to find here other than one of the notable personalities born in Quimper was Jean Michel Mull. He's an accordionist, accordionist of the Breton rock band Red Cardell. So those of you out there that are into kind of a folky 
band um, from Breton. You maybe know that accordionist. All right, let's just get to the highlights of the race. First of all, we'll set the scene. We had some abandons. Uh, Axel Demont from AG2R did not start the stage due to his crash yesterday. Uh, Michael Matthews uh, was sick and, I'm sorry, Demont, yeah, DNF yesterday, so he didn't start. Michael Matthews uh, was sick and he did not start the stage today. And then Tish Benut was injured badly on stage four and he did not start either. Um, jerseys, we still have the climber polka dot jersey going to today. Uh, Dion Smith, I think at one point, tied with Sylvain Chavanel. Uh, sprinter, no, it was uh, the guy from the first day, and I don't remember his name, but the Sam Sick rider. Um, sprinter's green jersey, Peter Sagan, Abora. Uh, best young rider is Craig Anderson, I think, Soren Craig Anderson. Uh, green jersey, I'm sorry, the GC uh, with Greg Van Abermott. Still have uh, Americans in the race. Ian Boswell, Chad Haga, Lawson Craddock, Taylor Finney, and TJ Van Garderen placed best among all of them. All right, stage five. Uh, the race today, it, it barely begun before a Katusha rider, Robert Kisilova, um, Kirsilovsky, sorry, crashed in what appeared to be some sort of traffic furniture and he hit a hay bale. Uh, it looked really bad. They came by him. He was just laying on the ground and it was only 4.8 kilometers into the stage. He did. He DNF'd. He didn't get up. Moscon, Johnny Moscon, uh, also got held up by that crash, and but he ended up regaining the group. Then we get it in break established. You got Sylvain Chavanel at Direct Energy. His teammate Lillian Kalmajan called that one out. I said, looked at this stage earlier. I don't know if it was yesterday's or the day before. And I said, who would be a person that would be prime for this? Lillian Kalmajan, Jasper Deboist of Lotto Sudal, uh, Julian Vermote, and. Of Dimension Data, Tom Squeens of Truck Segafredo, Ellie Geshboot of Fortuneo Samsic, and Nicholas Ido of Kofidis. They established a lead of about four minutes at one point. Uh, onto the first categorized climb, we got Chavanel going clear, collecting the points. He decides to stay clear. And then I had that Fortuneo Samsic rider. Uh, he went into the ditch. He was going on the descent of the Trimmin uh, climb and he further reduced the group by, I think he was leaning forward on his bars doing a, a tuck and came off and, and went into the ditch. Uh, didn't, it looked like he did finish on the day, though. Kalmajan uh, was sitting on as a teammate, and you had Tom Squeens up there. They both made the move across. They also brought Nicholas uh, Edet of Kofidis joining him, who refused to do any work. So these two kept trying to get rid of him, and he would slowly call his way back. Uh, then the last two Cat 3 climbs, they ended up catching. They did get uh, Chavanel. But then they ended up getting rid of him, and on the last second to last Cat Three climb, I believe that's when Squeen started putting the hurt to Kalmajan, and he took the the number the, the top points for the last two climbs. Uh, the break further got whittled down as these two were going at it, and then they came up to the bonus point, and that was three, two, and one on the day. And Kalmajan and Squeens were just barely off the front, and so the pack kind of took at it, and that's when Ala Philippe. Uh, decided to jump out of the pack and see if he can gain some time. Uh, I believe he was, I want to say, seven seconds, six, seven seconds back, five, six, seven, somewhere in that range. Um, and he ended up taking the win at the bonus point, catching Kalmajan, going past him. Van Evermont digs in there and ends up uh, battling for the extra seconds. He gets the second spot, so he loses one second to the overall. So coming down to the finish with bonus points on the bonus on the line, um, Alaphilippe was poised to be trying to get into the yellow jersey himself. However, the group is a bit nervous, and the GTC teams all queued up to the front with those classic-style riders. The sprinters have been jettisoned out the back. Cavendish looked horrible. He was uh, about 70, 80K to go. He was already off the back and trying to pull him his way up. 
but he was in a, in a field and he did finish with the group. Uh, I didn't see anybody out of the time bonus uh, outside the time cut today. 1K to go. Sky is on the front with Bernal leading Froome and Sagan as they hit the 10% wall. Gilbert then makes a move with uh, Greg Van Avermont on his wheel. Gilbert takes off like he's in one of the Ardennes classics uh, going up the final wall. Sagan looks in good position. He's got Cabrelli there with him. Philippe is also there. Then the group kind of slows as one of these little flatter sections comes up. And Van Avermont decides to just take to the front. He plows to the front and they come around this last corner. It's like 400 meters still to go. And then they come around the last corner and it's about 250. And he's still in the front. And then he hits it and he's followed by Sagan, Cabrelli, Philippe, Gilbert, and then some bunch of these GC riders. Uh, then it's just Sagan and Cabrelli going at it head to head. They take the reins wheel to wheel. And the wind was always going to be between these two, as you can see on the, uh, if you watch the, the replay and Gilbert uh, ends up third. I don't know if uh, Alaphilippe had a little trouble in the barriers. It kind of looked like he was pushed up against, but uh, Cabrelli, Cabrelli, he looked like he was just slamming the wrong gear. He wasn't able to get over the top of it. And Sagan easily posts up for the win. All right, so let's look back at who won some of the climbs for the day. First one was won by Sylvain Chavanel. He won the first three, actually, taking one point, one point, and two. These make a difference. Uh, Tom Squeen's then getting this next two Category 3 climbs at two points and two points. They ended up tying on the day, and we'll get to that issue uh, a little bit later. One DNF, as I mentioned, Robert Kirsilovsky, Katusha Alfeson, uh, went down early, 4K in, did not end up making it to the finish. The final results, we had Peter Sagan, Sonny Cabrelli, Philippe Gilbert, and you have the top 30 or so, all 37, I think it was, all with the same time. And I'm going to just go through picking out the GC guys. that, uh, And it looks like they all made that front group. So, yeah, uh, Alejandro Valverde in fourth, uh, Dan Martin in sixth, uh, Nibali in tenth, Garrett Thomas in 12th, Froome in 14th, Bernal in 16th, Nairo 17th. Richie, 18th, Fuglesong, 19th, 21st, Landa, Roman Bardet, 22, Baca Milaman, 25th, Uran, 26th, Tom Dumoulin, 27th, Adam Yates, 29th, Bargui, 30, TJ, 31, Guillaume Martin of Wanty Group Gobert, 32nd, Ilner Zakharin, 33rd, Primoz Rozic, 34th, and his teammate Stephen Koryzwick, 37th. All those guys made it. I didn't see anybody uh, that we're concerned about that we think there's always that guy that's going to drop in there that we maybe don't know about makes his surprise run. Uh, but as of right now, nothing, nobody has appeared to be um, missed out for today. Lawson Craddock finished dead last, 170. He wasn't a group that was uh, 2056 uh, behind the winner with Cab, Gronawagen, Zobel, Kittle, and there's a few others else in there. So at least he made it through on the day. Um, we have the overall GC, still Greg Van Avermont, TJ. TJ is now two seconds back because Greg got his time bonus there. Philippe Gilbert at three. Garrett Thomas at five seconds. We have Julian Alaphilippe at six. Bob Jungles at nine. Tom Dumoulin, 13. Now I'm just going to go through some of these. Ran 37 seconds. Fuglesong, 53. Richie Porte at 53. Valverde, 55. Froome, 57. Nibali, 108. Yates at 102. So... Nothing changed on the day there. Um, and once again, there those are all coming off to the difference to Greg Van Avermont. And we should really go down to maybe Garrett Thomas at five seconds, but I would say more likely to, to Tom Dumoulin at 13. So adjust everything about 13 seconds uh, less on each one of those people. 
Green Jersey, uh, Peter Sagan at 880 points to Gaviria at 147, who wasn't in the mix today. Christoph third at 78. You never know if Cabrelli could kind of make a, a little comeback in the next few days as well. Polka dot. Tom Squeens gets the polka dot jersey. He's tied with Sylvain Chavanel at four points. Kelmajan at three. White jersey, as I mentioned, Soren Craig Anderson. Uh, Team Sunweb. Bernal is in second place. Um, and then Magnus Court of Astana. Some things that make you go, hmm. We had the polka dot jersey today. And even though Chavanel and Toms are tied on points, the polka dot. They each have four points each. The count back goes to the person with the higher points on the categorized, or the, the points on the categorized climb. So in this case, Chavanel won three climbs today. He won the first of the day, which was a cat four, and then two cat threes for one point, one point, and two points. Um, so actually it was a four, four, and a three. Uh, then, so we got the four points on that one. And then you had Tom Squeens who won the two cat three climbs. So the ta- the count back goes to Tom over to Tom Squeens for the tie since he got the higher on the GC. Uh, I'm sorry, since he got the higher uh, categories climbs, he got the two cat threes, whereas uh, Chauvin only got the one. Tom's the he lives in Boulder, Colorado, and he speaks really good English. Have you ever followed in, uh, followed along him on social media or heard him on other cycling related podcasts, Bella News or Cycling Tips? Um, you'll know that he's very Americanized and basically an adopted American. Uh, he's ridden for Garmin. He now rides for Trek, both American teams. Um, you probably likely remember him also crashing in 2017 Tour of California, coming off the descent into Mount Hamilton. Ended up with, a, I think, his shoulder in like five pieces. Uh, that was just outside of San Jose on that Quimby Road descent. Uh, but his shoulder got shattered. He had a, uh, I wouldn't say a brain injury, but he had a, a head injury. And he ended up uh, leaving the tour, uh, the, the tour of California for there, and you're kind of wondering how. He, but anyway, he's a good breakaway rider, and I know it's his first time here. You know, this would this is prime today. Um, if you look at some of his wins, they're they're usually in this sort of manner: a breakaway, and he really slams it in a small group. This is a tour, though; it's a little different than, um, you know, Northern European race or uh, the Tour of California. So, getting a, the victory here now, him staying away and getting the jersey that's pretty cool, but a uh, little bit more difficult for him to pull off the win. Uh, Sky Go Home sign taken by Luke Rowe. So evidently there's this kid and he had a sign and it said, uh, Sky Go Home. Luke Rowe came up, evidently grabbed it, threw it to the ground. And then when someone asked him about it, he said uh, he denied that it was even his. And then later on he comes out and he says, yeah, I did that. And it was uh, basically he said it was lighthearted. It was fun. The kids were laughing. They were even standing next to some other kids that had sky jerseys on he gave the boys some water bottles afterwards and they he picked up the sign uh maybe that's true maybe it's not. i don't know how it got reported in the first place if those kids were actually uh, maybe it's a, an issue with uh interpretation language but if those boys were actually thinking it was a joke in the first place then it shouldn't have come out that it was mean-spirited unless someone else saw it but maybe it was mean-spirited maybe he was being an a-hole and you know i'm sure it's tough being the the team that's getting yelled at all the time like that but you know it goes with the 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 territory i did hear i remember ian boswell talking about the fact that since he's no longer on sky how much different it is for him uh to be on katusha and social media that everything he used to say uh just for the fact that he was on team sky he would just get ripped to shreds and now you know it's it's much more open i don't think anybody really cares about katusha to the same same uh respect but maybe they should uh, some quotes from the day. Uh, Greg Van Avermaet, he said, uh, they, they said the last corner was 250 to the line. It was 350. 
So evidently he thinks that um, due to the marking on the road that he went a little early. But I, I looked at that and even so, if he'd waited, he was on the front from over, well over 400 to go. So I don't know, maybe he meant the wrong, wrong corner because uh, definitely the last corner was 250. And he went to the front around four, maybe 450. So maybe he's he's confused there. Um, Dan Martin, I thought I had a chance in the final kilometer today, but I didn't have the sprint. I've not been training for the sprints. I've been training for the mountains. I'm really happy to be in the front with those guys. I thought it would go all the way to the line, but we stopped with about 400 meters to go. I had good feelings today and I'm happy. So I think he's talking about the the slow up that they took there. Uh, Tish Benut, he abandoned after stage four. Uh, he thought Lawson Craddock had a bad, dislocated his AC joint in his right shoulder, a bruise of the ribs, the right shoulder blade, the left wrist, abrasions on his hips, back, arms, legs, cuts at his right elbow and back of his head. It's pretty brutal. Uh, lastly, there's rumors of a merge between BMC and CCC Sprandi Pol- Polka Week. Uh, it's a it's a Polish team. This may be the oddest combo of Polish Americans to come together since Meathead and Archie Bunker. Just just saying. All right. So what's ahead? Uh, preview of the upcoming stages. We have stage six tomorrow. Brest to Mir de Bretagne, Gerlingen. 181 kilometers. This one isn't as jagged as the last stage, but it has, I think, some little bit more significant climbs in it. It's got a three, a four, and then a sprint, and then another three, a bonus point, and then a finishing Cat 3 climb. So that Cat 3 climb, the last one is up the Mir de Bretagne. It's a Cat 2, two kilometers, sorry, Cat 3, two kilometers in length at 6.9% with the summit finish. Uh, it was previously won by Cadell Evans. Stage four of the 2011 Tour de France, and Alexis Villemos uh, won it in 2015 as well. It's similar to today's stage in that it's got a finishing kicker, except this time it's going to finish on the Cat Three. And Greg Van Avermont may have a little trouble with this tomorrow. I don't know if that. I mean, if they really take off, that might be a little bit too long for him to handle. Uh, he may have to pay a little bit more attention in the last few meters uh, to make sure he stays in yellow. Look for uh, Julian Alaphilippe, Dan Martin, Valverde, you know, if the break's not caught. Also, the GC could change places if GVA, Greg Van Avermaet, isn't careful. Maybe even TJ snatching it up if he stays in the mix. I'm not I'm not pulling for him to do it. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I'm not expecting that to happen. I'm just saying, uh, you never know. I mean, if he stays up there in the mix, and although, you know, if there's bonus line seconds, you've got to not have... Um, Julian Alaphilippe win because TJ is not going to contest that. It's going to be a day like today where he's top 20, top 30, and he's in the mix with those sprinters. But, you know, this is just 2K. It's just long enough. You've seen, you know, the last two that have won that I've mentioned that have won there. They're not Dan Martin. They're Well, they could be a Dan Martin, but they're not a, a Sagan type or even a Greg Van Avermaet. So that will be interesting uh, coming out of that one. All right, that's all we have for today. Episode 77 of the Between Two Wheels podcast. As always, subscribe, share the show via iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, or whatever podcast service you use. And for this week, our show, once again, is always on the uh, Between Two Wheels YouTube channel. We're streaming it live. If you guys want to join in, we'll try to do tomorrow right after the stage finish. So maybe you could join in for that. Interact with us as well on Facebook by searching Between Two, the number two, wheels. And the links will be shown in the description of the feed. Reminds me of one last thing. The Giro Rosa is going on, which is the female like Giro Italia. 
and American uh, Ruth Winder uh, won yesterday. I believe she won yesterday, and she was in, the, or at least in the overall lead. And I know Taylor Wiles was second yesterday. Taylor Wiles we interviewed at the Tour of California. You can find that. I think it was episode 64. Um, there's some good ones from the Tour of California there. Uh, several of the women. Taylor actually talks about the Giro and her plans and gearing and ramping up for that. Um, we will try to obviously. We will also try to uh, do a breakdown of the Giro probably when it's over. You know, there's been a bunch of stuff online about um, people kind of I don't know shaming others into why they're not watching or paying attention, and it's almost like they're mad that here we have the Tour de France and you get tweets like this. The tour is going on, but what? You know, one girl was like, uh, she said she went into a bike shop and the guy asked her, "Hey, did you watch the tour today?" And she's like. I responded, did you watch the Giro Rosa? I don't know that it's on TV, just to clarify that, but it's not on TV. Um, you might be able to see it streaming somewhere. But even that, I think we're just getting highlight shows. Uh, highlight shows is the best you're going to be able to get for that. That's that's, that's no, no big deal, but um, it doesn't mean that you can't uh, enjoy the show as well. And I don't want to be shamed into, the, look, this is the biggest race going on, the Tour de France. And it's hard to sometimes focus on these other ones when you've got such inundation of one race. I mean, I'm like putting an effort to keep up on all this stuff. And then there's a bunch of podcasts, there's TV services, all kinds of nothing against the women. But maybe we can schedule that one of the biggest races to not be at the same time as the Tour de France so that I can pay attention to it. There's there was that time right in between the Tour and the Giro when everything's ramping up. Put it then, put it right after but I would love to see that race in its full glory. And with that, um, maybe not do it during the same time as the tour. Just, just my thoughts here. And don't shame me for wanting to watch the Tour de France. Um, but I will catch up to it as well. Good luck to those ladies here. And once again, thanks for joining in. I uh, hope you're still working here. And thank you very much.